0: What's going on, y'all? Montel Hardin here. Welcome to the Fit for Real podcast, the go to show for men and women looking to drop 30 to 60 pounds, tone up, build muscle, and get their energy, health, and confidence back. Uh, We've helped over 200 men and women get healthier, and 25 of them have dropped between 30 to 60 pounds in just four months working with us. And the best part is, we'll be giving you the blueprint to get this done using just 1% of your entire week. So let's get into it. Uh, In today's episode, We're talking about diets. We're going to talk about why they suck and how you can still drop body fat while never having to be on a quote unquote diet. Uh, Now, before we dive into this, I want to remind you guys, I'm on YouTube twice a week, showing you how I'm navigating my specific health and fitness goals uh, while running a business, Um, you know, being married, traveling, family, friends, all that good stuff. Um, Like I said, I'll tell you guys all the time. I, uh, even though I'm a fitness coach uh, or a trainer or whatever you like, there's a, there's a distinction, but I know that, you know, uh, sometimes maybe a personal trainer may register a little bit better with, you know, what you know in terms of the health and fitness space. Um, My job is much closer to that of an accountant than it is to a personal trainer. I spend a lot of time at a desk. I spend a lot of time, um, you know, on a computer, on Zoom calls, uh, shuffling papers, essentially. I don't really have a lot of paper, but, you know, digitally shuffling papers And um, my job is relatively sedentary. Being a business owner is relatively sedentary, but I'm still making time to fit my health and fitness into my uh, specific schedule. And my goal is to help you do the same thing. Now, let's dive into it. So you want to drop the man boobs and the beer gut, right? Uh, You want to start building some muscle, getting ready for vacations this summer, but you are dreading the process because you do not want any more bland, Boring chicken breast, right? Let me know if I'm right. Let me know if I'm hitting the the nail on the head right here. Uh, Or you don't want the dry, nasty oatmeal every single morning. And you definitely don't want to give up carbs or go vegan. But when you think about getting in shape, that's what comes to mind to you. A diet. A diet is the first thing you think about when you think about the process of getting in shape and getting healthier. And the thought about a diet alone is enough to make you procrastinate on your goals because you are just dreading getting it done. You're dreading having to restrict yourself. You're dreading having to eat this nasty tail food that you just don't enjoy at all. Now, if that's you, I'm gonna give you the four biggest keys to changing your nutrition and nailing your diet down without dieting. See, there is a clear there's a, a distinction between your diet and dieting. Dieting is the purpose of restricting yourself from certain foods, eating a certain way for a finite period of time. But your diet is what you eat on a regular basis. And we want to focus more on your diet than dieting so that you can stay consistent enough to finally drop that stubborn body fat, belly fat, fat around the midsection, uh, wherever that stubborn area is for you so that we can finally get it off uh, and get you where you want to be, get you lean, get you strong, get you muscular, uh, get you exactly for uh, toward your goals. So, once you learn these little known secrets, uh, three things are gonna happen. You're never gonna have to crash diet again in your life. And I mean never. You will never have to, oh, I got an event coming up, uh, let me Google what I need to eat to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. What I need to like, you're never going to have to crash diet ever again, because you will have figured out a game plan that works every single day, day in and day out. So that every day of your life, you are managing your fat loss. Every day of your life, you are naturally helping your body build more lean muscle. You are naturally feeding into a leaner, healthier you every single day without having to crash diet. Secondly, is that you'll be able to eat things that you enjoy every single day. And when I say every day, I mean every day. A lot of us think about the the cheat meal Saturday and things like that, but we typically don't make it all the way to Saturday before we slip up and just fall all the way off the wagon. So here, what we're going to talk about is going to help you enjoy some things every day so that you can take the allure away from a bag of chips, a slice of cake, a cheeseburger, or whatever it is, Uh, And now you can focus more on your overall diet, the things that you eat day after day after day, which is extremely, extremely important uh, for you to get to your goals and get where you wanna be. And then lastly, is that you're gonna drop body fat weekly, weekly, without hating food and without hating what you're eating. This is an extremely crucial aspect uh, because the only way that you can get to your goals is by building consistency and discipline. These nutrition strategies are going to help you do just that without really even realizing it. They're going to be small, subtle changes that will ultimately lead to you eating much healthier foods uh, and to you eating and adhering to the amount of food that your body needs to lose weight every single day. And before you know it, your results will immediately impact the small changes that we're about to talk about right here. A big part of our Hustle Fit coaching program is helping you figure out what food actually is, how it works, uh, how it impacts the body the way it does, uh, and how you can personally manipulate it to get in the best shape of your life. See, everything everything on this planet uh, serves a purpose to us in one way or another, and we can let it be negative. We can let things impact us negatively, like food. Uh, because we let food manipulate us, we let our cravings dictate what we do, we let uh, our cravings dictate how much we eat instead of us manipulating the food. See, you gotta know the food before you can manipulate it. You gotta know what foods are best for this, what foods help with that. And then once you know these things, you can manipulate your diet and mix and match and mastermind some things around to where now you are consuming foods that every single bite is getting you leaner. Isn't that a crazy concept? Isn't it a crazy concept to think that every time you take a bite of something, you're actually getting healthier? Uh, Every time you take a bite of something, you're actually getting leaner. Every time you take a bite of something, you're actually dropping more body fat. Like, Is that not a great concept to think about? Does that not completely just like you know, warp your perception of what food actually is. Because up to this point, your association with food probably has always been, it's gonna make me put on weight or gain weight or I gotta watch it or, you know, things like that. Like, I'm going to help you figure out how to scrap all that BS mindset around food so that you can manipulate it and use it for your good. Use it for your benefit instead of your detriment. And here's the four key pillars that's gonna help you establish the foundation that will allow you to manipulate foods to get where you wanna get to. Number one, is to eat breakfast every single day. I know this one probably grew up, uh, at least I did, grew up with uh, the the notion of breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And honestly, the reason that that was preached so much uh, is because of the companies like uh, Kellogg's and Cheerios and companies like that, uh, that own these breakfast foods and they wanted you to eat these breakfast foods. But I'm here to tell y'all that that was just, that was just the money. That the only reason that that, that was ever marketed uh, the way it was and that the reason why so many people know that is strictly for financial gain. It also happens to be true, though. It also happens to be true that if you eat within about an hour after getting up, it is a natural metabolism regulator. Assuming what you eat is beneficial for you. High-quality carbs, good quality proteins, and you ate enough food, around maybe uh, 20 to 30% of the amount of calories that you need in an entire day. Breakfast is so important and so crucial because it naturally gets our metabolism started off. And I'm sure you guys can attest to this right here. When you eat breakfast, let's say you wake up at seven o'clock and you have eaten breakfast by eight o'clock, and then you're going to work at nine. Uh, by 12 o'clock, you're probably like starving. or probably super hungry. You may have already even had a snack between those two time frames you just feel so much hunger but when you skip breakfast you you it makes it so much easier to go and skip lunch like you can easily if you skip breakfast you can probably easily make it to two or three o'clock in the day before consuming your first meal the reason being is because your metabolism takes a deep dive when you don't break your fast as early as possible you're when you're asleep you obviously can't eat So when you're asleep, you're fasting. When you're asleep, your body does a lot of work and it requires a lot of energy and your body wants you to replenish that energy when you first wake up. That's why we're typically always hungry when we wake up. And if you're not hungry when you wake up, it's because you have a habit of neglecting breakfast and your body has just gotten used to that. Every conversation we have, your body wants homeostasis. It wants you to do the same thing every single day. When you do the same thing every single day, it can feed into that. But that's why breakfast is so important because it ramps up your metabolism, especially if you have a high protein breakfast uh, and it makes your, it, it helps you expend more energy. Like when you, you may have noticed when you eat breakfast and it's a good breakfast, not a sausage biscuit and, and from McDonald's, not uh three donuts from Krispy Kreme. I mean, a good solid breakfast with high proteins, good uh, carbs, like a good breakfast. When you eat a good breakfast, you're much more energetic. You move around more you may go and speak to everybody in the office maybe a little bit more chirpy on the zoom calls uh, you may park at the end of the parking lot like there's a lot of things that happen that you may not even realize but i guarantee you because of the extra energy that you added in that's what's happening it's because your metabolism is ramped up you're burning more calories your body is actually getting in what it needs when it needs it uh, and the rest of the day flows much better your metabolism goes much more uh, efficiently Uh, And it does exactly what it's supposed to do when you break that fast about an hour or so after waking up. So prioritize breakfast, not in the same sense that, like I said, the big companies told you to do because they want you to eat all their oatmeal and their cereal and their snack bars and stuff like that, Uh, but because it metabolically uh, helps you out and it helps to increase metabolism so that you can burn more calories throughout the day. Number two is to swap all whites for wheat. Swap all white for wheat. One of the biggest issues I see with uh, most of my guys that come into the program uh, is they're typically consuming a lot of white bread, whether it be on burgers, uh, whether it be in like breakfast sandwiches uh, or white pasta, either white bread uh, or white pasta. Um, Those are the two things they're consuming the most consistently. Uh, And the reason that we want to swap these out is not because it makes a huge difference calorically. Uh, because there's not much more calories in white bread than wheat bread, maybe or white bread or pasta than wheat pasta, maybe five to ten percent more on average, unless you just got that like crap of white bread, which it is out there, like the uh, the the knockoff, like the great value white bread or things like that. Uh, it's probably gonna be full of crap. Um, if you don't have an option like that, there's gonna be maybe five to ten percent more calories. Nothing drastic, but. What is drastic is how your body uses these foods. And this is a huge topic of conversation that so many people don't know about. Uh, Your body has no real use for white bread other than energy temporarily. Or white pasta, white bread, white pasta, whatever. Uh, Your body has no real use for these things. So when you consume it, it goes straight into the bloodstream. You get a temporary... Uptick in energy. It's kind of like you know when you're a kid and you ate a bunch of candy and you got a sugar high and you bouncing all over the walls. But what happens when that high went away? You crash. You may have a stomach ache. May have a headache. I'm sure you guys probably deal with headaches every single day consuming these types of things regularly. Like this is what happens. Your body has no real nutritional use for white bread or white pasta because it's been the reason it is white is because it's been extracted of all this nutrients and has been filled with sugar. It's been extracted of all this nutrients and it's been filled with sugar. That's why it's white, like literally, that's why it's white. Wheat bread or wheat pasta, uh, on the other hand, has a lot of nutrients that you can utilize. It has omega-3s, it has um, fiber content. You have good complex carbohydrate content which is extremely important for a long-term sustained energy that does not flow through the bloodstream, jacking up your blood sugar levels. Like making that small swap right there does so much for your body from a metabolic perspective. It adds in the fiber, it adds in those good gut health benefits that help eat away uh, at the bacteria in our belly, which helps eat away at the fat in our belly. Like it has so many benefits just by making that small swap. Like if you eat bread every day or pasta every day, just swap out white for wheat. Swap out white for wheat, do everything else you're doing exactly the same and you will notice a difference. And number three <clears throat> is to catch the eating pause. Catch the eating pause. Now this one, this is, this is like one of those next level things right there. You gotta, this is extremely nuanced and you have to really pay attention to yourself, which is what a fat loss journey is all about. A fat loss journey is all about knowing yourself, knowing your habits, knowing your patterns, uh, and disrupting them uh, and putting better ones in place. Catch the eating pause. The eating pause is a period of time and pretty much which pretty much all of us experience when we're eating. You're chowing down whatever it is. Let's say it's loaded mac and cheese. You're getting loaded mac and cheese and you're going in. You're going hard, and for a second, you'll drop your fork. And you may scroll on your phone a little bit. You may sit there. If there's other people around, you may talk to them, whatever the case may be. That's the eating pause. That's the eating pause. And what happens for 99% of us is that we will have that eating pause while there's still food on our plate. And then we will proceed to continue after a minute or two, uh, after that pause is finished. After we continue... That is where we're adding on the pounds. That is where we're adding on the fat. Our bodies will always tell us what we need. If you get the subconscious urge to put your fork down and focus on something other than eating, what that means is that you are most likely satiated to your body's needs. You're not satiated to your mind's needs, and that's the issue. That's all we have to develop... Uh, the right relationship around food but to your body you are satisfied so watch that eating pause pay attention to when you naturally no longer want to continue eating and then stop i don't care what it is it doesn't even have to be the best foods and that's that's really where this comes into play more than anything Uh, is when you have these foods excuse me these foods that hit your bloodstream and jack your blood sugar up and turn your hunger signals off. Like those are the foods right there that you gotta pay attention to the most. When you slow down a little bit, as you start to slow down, if there's still a half a plate of food uh, in there, like so be it. Now you'll learn that you don't have to spend that much on food, and that you can get something that's a little bit smaller. You can get a smaller size. You can get a smaller cup of this. You can get the medium instead of the large. You can get the small instead of the medium. Like little things like that will help you out so much without drastically changing what you consume. So catch the eating pause. The next time you're eating and you put your fork down, I don't want you to pick it back up. I don't want you to pick it back up. I want you to literally take your food and throw it away or put it in the fridge and you know package it up, save it for later, leftovers, whatever. But from now on, catch your eating pause. And then number four, which is, uh, I think a lot of people, it's gaining a lot of traction. People are kind of talking about this a little bit more, but I don't think people fully understand it. So, uh, I want to dive into it just a little bit. And number four is the 80 20 rule. The 80 20 rule means 80% of what you consume should be good, it should be healthy, it should be whole foods, it should be high protein, it should be complex carbs, it should be leafy greens, it should be super fruit, the good stuff, like the stuff that is going to transform your body. And then 20% can be a treat. It can be chips, it can be cookies, it can be pie, it can be burgers, it can be cakes, it can be alcohol, whatever that person is for you. So what that means is that 80% of your calories should be high quality. And 20% of your calories, is okay if they're a little bit lower quality. Okay, that's we, we understand that. But a lot of people don't necessarily implement that in the way that they need to because in order to adhere to the 80-20 rule, you need to know your numbers. You need to know how much food you're consuming, how much food you should be consuming, and you need to know the amount of calories in the type of foods that you're eating. That's the issue with the 80-20 rule. See, if your ice cream is your thing, and if you're committed to saying, I'm gonna spend 20% of my calories on ice cream every single night, and you don't measure your ice cream, you don't track the amount of ice cream that you're consuming. You don't calculate it into the amount of food that you've already eaten. You are going to go crazy on that ice cream. Because what people think 20% is and what 20% actually is, is vastly different. Going back to the ice cream example. If I ask you, what is 20% of your daily calories in ice cream? You probably think, oh, okay, yeah, I could probably do like a, a little small cup or maybe a, you know a couple of cups, something like that. No, no. 20% of your calories and the, the regular, let's not not the low fat, like the sherbet or anything like that, not the halo, like your regular ice cream, uh, the the 20% and something like that is two spoonfuls. Two spoonfuls of ice cream. If ice cream is your thing, how likely do you think it is that you're gonna have two spoonful, uh, spoonfuls of ice cream? Same thing, with, let's say Doritos are your thing and you wanna have 20% of your calories in Doritos every night. Uh, 20% of your calories in Doritos are most likely one handful, one handful of Doritos, not a closed hand, an open hand, one open handful of Doritos. That's like four Doritos. Who eats four Doritos? Nobody. Nobody's going to eat four Doritos. It is impossible. That is the biggest test of willpower and discipline you can ever have. It would be better if you just didn't eat them at all. That's the issue with the 80-20 rule. And most people implementing it are implementing it the wrong way. They're more like an 80-40 rule. And I know that that's not 100%, but that's the point. If you're supposed to be eating calories up to your 100% mark, you get to that 20% rule uh, and now you're eating 140%, 120% more than what you need to be eating. And that's where the problems come in and that's why we can't see the progress that we want to see. So my biggest recommendation for you is even within that 20%, make it a healthier alternative. Even within that 20%, make it a healthier alternative. Like I said, instead of doing the Baskin Robbins ice cream, do the Halo ice cream. Uh, Instead of doing the regular Doritos, do the low fat Doritos. Instead of doing uh, the regular chocolate chip cookies, do the cookies with 50% less sugar. Like start weaning yourself off of these extremely salty, extremely sugary foods and getting alternatives in place. That way that 20% doesn't bleed over uh, into everything else and you're actually able to adhere to it the way that you need to. So that is it. Just to recap, y'all, eat your breakfast. Our body responds best uh, when it has food in it about an hour to two hours after waking up. And honestly, two hours was kind of cutting it. I would say one hour. I just want to give you guys some leeway because I understand a lot of us don't have an appetite when we first get up. But if you start eating breakfast consistently, you will. I promise you, you will. Even if you haven't had an appetite for breakfast in 20 years, if you start eating it consistently, you may have to make yourself do it for a couple of weeks. But after a while, once your body gets used to it, you will have an appetite for breakfast. Number two, just swap the white for wheat. It is not a drastic difference calorically, But one option, wheat pasta or wheat bread, does so much more for your body than the other. Wheat products contain so many beneficial nutrients that our body can truly use to help you drop fat. And white bread goes straight into the bloodstream, and that's it. White bread has no nutritional value. White pasta has no nutritional value. It's been extracted of all its nutritional value and filled with sugar. So making those two small swaps uh, one small swap can make a big difference. And then catch the eating pause. There's a time when you're going to eat. And I don't want you to pay attention to it in your next meal. There's a time when you will eat where you will drop the fork or you will drop the spoon. And I want you to end your meal there. There's a time where you will drop the fork or spoon. And I want you to immediately end the meal there, no matter how much food you consume, because that's probably as much food as you need to consume. And that's what your body's trying to tell you. And then lastly, the 80-20 rule. Make sure that your 20% is an actual 20% uh, by still getting healthier alternatives of those treats in. And I promise you, there's a healthier alternative of literally everything that you want. There's a low calorie Oreos, there's low calorie Doritos, there's uh, low sugar or lower sugar chocolate chip cookies, like whatever your thing is, whatever your vice is, uh, there is a healthier alternative for it. So make that a part of your 20%. And that's it y'all, uh, my four, keys, strategies uh, on how you can get in the best shape of your life without having to adhere to a diet. You guys see that all four of these points, I never said, never eat this, never eat that, don't eat this, don't eat that, only eat this, like never said any of those things. You do have to be mindful. You do have to put yourself uh, in some sort of moderation, like you can't just do whatever you want uh, because that's how you got to where you got in the first place. Uh, You do have to moderate yourself to an extent. Uh, but you can also enjoy some things throughout the process Uh, so once again i appreciate y'all for tuning into the fit for real podcast the go-to show for men and women looking to drop 30 to 60 pounds build some muscle and get their energy health and confidence back using less than one percent of their week Uh, if you got value from this conversation please uh, screenshot instagram facebook twitter linkedin screenshot uh, and then share to your feed or whatever platform you're on and tag me uh, and you will be entered to win $100 cash on March 1st. I got a list over here. I think it's, uh, we've got about 15 people already uh, that are in. So make sure you get in on pause real quick and so you can screenshot. All right, y'all got the screenshot. I appreciate y'all once again for tuning in. Uh, if you got value and you want to work one-on-one with myself and my team to get customized training, nutrition, and accountability protocols in place to get you in the best shape of your life, uh, just DM me on any one of these platforms, Hustlefit, H-U-S-T-L-E-F-I-T, and uh, we will have a conversation to see if we can help you with your goals. Peace.